0: Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey!
1: Marshall, how are you
0: today? Fantastic, just uh, hanging out outside my house. Uh,
1: I was going to ask you, uh, we talked for about a half hour before we began recording and uh, I... (laughs) Have no idea why you have that backdrop.
0: It's uh it's my virtual vacation home. Okay. (laughs) I paid for with virtual money and I virtually don't own. (laughs) So it just is my happy place. Well that's where I'm at today.
1: It is lovely. I'm I'm apparently uh more on message to uh our topic today, which
0: is teamwork. Teamwork. How many times if we had a nickel? For every time, as coaches and consultants, somebody said, you know, we need to work on our teamwork. Yeah. We wouldn't have to go work on teamwork. <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> we
0: would be wealthy. It's so, either that
1: or communication, right? Like Those are the two big ones. So,
0: so the thing that always comes up on teamwork, the, the first question is, you, you you, know, simple definitions, words mean things. So, yeah. you know, my question always is, so well, what's a team? <laughs> you know, very good question and people you know have all these ideas and then you know we'll talk about that for a little while and then one of my all-time favorites i've been doing this for a zillion years is is i'll start with well let's let's start before we get to team let's start with the group okay so we talk about groups of people yeah we talk about teams of people so let's list all the attributes of a group and i'll get out my little piece of flip chart paper because i'm an analog dude uh-huh. And 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 people will you know they'll say, you. a group an attribute of a group they have a group leader, yes, yeah uh, you know group team members a group goal group purpose a group group t shirts so, you know we have a group uniform but we yeah. you know and they'll list you know it's usually a pretty good long list yeah.
1: accepted behaviors.
0: Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Group norms, accepted behaviors. Uh, maybe there's there's common things that we, you know, to be in the yeah. group, right? If it's the chess group, right. then I, you know, we all play chess, you know, might even be criteria to join the group.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Awesome.
0: And so I got that all in one piece, on one side of the flip chart paper, and then I write the word team at the top of the other piece of flip chart paper. And I said, all right, let's just see what transfers over. Okay. <laughs> Do teams have, groups have leaders? Do teams have leaders? Yes. Yep. Yep. Groups have team members? Do teams have team members? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Groups have a purpose. Does the team have a purpose? Uh-huh. Yeah. And lo and behold, every single attribute of a group transfers over to a team.
1: Huh. And
0: then I okay, do so my. what's the difference? Yes. Yes. I do my, you know, the Grinch was puzzling until his puzzler was sore look. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, and I say, all right. Yeah, what's the difference? And lo and behold, no one ever comes up with the answer. (laughs) Which always is is striking to me, given how much has been written about teams and how much we talk about it. And so I just write the word and I never spell it right uh, because I can't. Uh, So I write the word interdependency. Hmm. Interdependency is the only difference between a team and a group interdependency interdependency the belief that if i'm on a group a group member can fail and it won't necessarily affect the group or any other member of the group but if we're truly a team then we're interdependent we're dependent on each member of the team succeeding and if one of them falls short it could keep the team from reaching its goal Good. keep the team from being huh. successful
1: huh you're making me think of uh, Patrick Lencioni's uh, book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And he you know, sort of has a timeout at the beginning of the book where he basically says, before you go down this road with me, let's make sure that you actually are talking about a team that's dysfunctional. And he defines it as a small number of people, uh, like three to 12 people. They have common goals. They share the rewards and the responsibility for achieving those goals. So, so in other words, they're willing to set aside personal gain like you were saying for the team's gain
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's like you you might have to you, you would have to be interdependent you'd have to be interdependent to do that wouldn't you
0: oh 100% and so the 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 example i give is is the difference between a a football and if you're listening overseas when i talk football i'm talking real football helmets pads oblong oh, ball. blah wow not the other football.
1: There goes our international audience. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Did we have an international audience? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't seen that, but it, but we won't have one now. So, so, yeah, American football. So if you have a football group, so you have a football group, you've got the guy, he's the quarterback of the football group. He takes the snap. He throws the ball to his highly paid receiver. He throws the ball poorly and a member of the other team intercepts the ball. hmm if it's a football group, what happens next is the guy who was supposed to catch the ball and all the other members of the group point at the, the quarterback and go, you tackled <laughs> you screwed up. <laughs> you know, and everybody kind of waits for the guy, you know, yeah. like, hey, you know, I checked my contract. As a receiver, I get paid $100,000 a minute to catch the ball and look pretty. Yeah. That's it. That, that, that's all my contract says.
1: Yeah.
0: If you have a football team and I as the quarterback throw the ball and I throw it poorly and it lands in the hands of a, a member of the other team, everybody will immediately switch roles. Yeah. Nobody has to make an announcement. Nobody has to say, listen, we've encountered some issues that yeah. may keep us from our team goal. Uh, what can we do? No, the guy who gets paid $100,000 a minute to catch the ball and look pretty, he switches roles and he immediately tries to tackle the guy that now has the football. It wasn't his mistake, but he knows if he doesn't change roles, if he doesn't help the team out at that moment, the team might not succeed. Yeah, It's not in my contract. I don't get paid to do it. Maybe I haven't done it since Pee Wee League. I just haven't tackled that many people. Uh, And so, but I will do my very best to make that happen. The ultimate, the ultimate team player is the kicker. Hmm. So you will see the kicker. He will kick off the ball. This guy who weighs 280 pounds and can run a hundred miles an hour is now streaking down the field. There are 10 guys that are trying to stop him. And then behind the 10 guys is the kicker. The way the game is laid out. Right. And so if those 10 guys who are all highly trained at grabbing people and throwing them on the ground miss, because this guy is so fast. The only thing that remains between the other team scoring and the 280 pound bullet that's flying <laughs> down the field is the kicker, right? And you will notice the kicker seldom has on much padding, yeah. right? He's got a, a couple of epa- what do you call those things? Epaulettes. Epaulettes,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, he's got a couple of those on his shoulders. He's got one little bar on his face mask, <laughs> right. you know, just for appearances. And he's nowadays they're typically former soccer players. They don't even play football, All right, Some guy on the soccer team, he had a good leg. We put him on our football team. Yeah, yeah. And so now you'll see him, right? And you immediately know, do I have a team player or a group player, uh-huh. right? Because this guy is streaking down the field. He's picking up speed, you know, and, you're, and a lot of them are smart. So they're, you know, they're calculating like, you know, E equals MC mass times constant light. <laughs> so they know how hard this guy's moving, right? And how much it's going to hurt. Right. And you'll see the guy, right? A group. A group player will, will kind of stick his arm out, like, you know, and the guy will just fly past him and maybe brush his fingertips, and, they'll do you know, he'll do the, ah, oh, couldn't get him. But a, but a team kicker. Ah, just right? awesome. He'll do his best. He'll put his head down, right? He'll, you know, and, and he'll eat. The only two things happen. The guy yeah. gets completely flattened like a pancake, like like yeah. like the Road Runner in Wile E. Coyote kind yeah. of thing. Uh, you know, or he gets tangled up in the legs <laughs> of the guy running and happens to bring him down, you know, just like a bolo or something, you know, just, you know, just, you know and you, you go out and you pick the kicker out of the legs of the, of the speeding competitor. So, yeah, but that's the difference.
1: Take one for the team.
0: Yeah. Am I willing to sacrifice? Right. I, I'm not trained in this. I'm not paid to do this. Right. This is not my job description. But this is what the team needs right now. And it's not my fault. The other 10 people on my team messed up. But the team needs this right now. And I'm going to do my very best to make that happen.
1: You know, I, I remember, uh, I think it's Disney that says uh, that they, they have an internal motto. It, it's not my problem, but it is my responsibility. And mm-hmm. you know, that's the kind of thing we're talking about here is, is taking ownership of, of whatever role is needed of me on behalf of the team. Uh, so, so an example, you know, we both work uh, primarily in the car business, and um, you know, a, a, a customer comes in ready to take delivery, and for some reason, the salesman is not there to deliver the car to them. Somebody's got to deliver that car. They might not get paid for it either, and somebody just has to step up to the plate and do it. And and again, that's one of those times I've, I've heard uh, sales managers, you know, sort of talking through their roster, you know, eh, he only sells five cars a month, but man, is he a team player? He's always there to help out on, and and they'll keep that guy, right? Over, you know, maybe a 10 car guy who's mediocre and is just clearly out for himself. And I think where we're going with this is, hey, management team, it's your job to set this tone and set these expectations to say, hey, we're going to be a team and not just a group here,
0: right? Oh, definitely, definitely. Definitely. And I've had so many business owners, managers, leaders, tell me that that during the pandemic, mm. it became immensely clear who was a group member and who was a team member. Yes. And and so as as some of these businesses were shut down, they didn't reopen all at once. They would bring one or two employees back. They'd bring one manager back, a couple of team members. Yeah. And and in turn. The people that they brought back had to wear every single hat. You, yeah, you, know, you were the you were the cashier. You were waiting on customers. You were you were bringing the product around. You were you were That's stocking right. shelves. And so, they quickly discovered that some of the people they brought back were more than willing to do whatever was needed in order for the yeah. for the for the business and for the team to succeed. Right. And some people came back and said, I'm "Not doing that." Right you know, you hired me to do this. I'm not doing that. I, despite the fact that there's a worldwide pandemic and an incredible crisis, I'm not going to do that for the team. And I, and I had a lot of, a lot of business owners tell me, they said, you know, when we were in the middle of this and nobody knew how it was going to turn out, they said, if I have to, you know, I hope I don't, but if I have to let people go, yeah, it's much clearer now who will go and who will stay. Yeah. I will still lose sleep over it, but I will make the decision with much more confidence because I now know who my team players are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The litmus test was right in front of them. And it -hmm. it had to do with that uh, self-sacrifice.
0: Well, and I talked to team members and they told me that was their goal, right? Remember they came up with the term essential worker Yep. And, and the government defined that. But I had people, team members and managers say, I said, what was your goal during the pandemic? And they said, my goal when I came back to work was for my boss to look at me and go, that's an essential worker. Yeah. <laughs> right? he's, he's essential to our team. Yeah. And, and that, was, that was their own personal goal, was to be viewed as an essential worker right. Right? And, and to make things happen.
1: Well, so, Micah, as, as we sort of head to the home stretch of this, um, you know, we ought to talk a little bit about the practicality of how you get a group to be a team like that. Um, and I don't want to put you on the spot because we didn't really talk about this beforehand, but I'm just wondering if you've got some practical tips for a management team who's trying to get their you know, department or their particular work group to function more like a team than a group um so so are there some things that you'd point to that that are next steps
0: well i think that one of my one of my uh, business owners he told me one time he says he says you know i got a whole lot of people who work next to each other but they don't work with each other mm-hmm. and and that you know that was kind of his introduction to your question of okay how do we how do we get them to work with each other instead of yeah. next to each other you know yeah. <laughs> geographic spacing was not wasn't a team that's not it yeah uh, yeah And so we always start, I always start with the the very first thing, which is building trust. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if if, if that foundational level of trust between the team members is not present, then then nothing else is going to happen. And trust comes from knowing why the other person does or doesn't do things. Yeah. And and that only comes from, from getting to truly know the people on your team. And so whether it's whether it's discussions or, or or sharing exercises or or you know we just we just we have people partner up and and go to lunch you know on a different day whatever it takes but everybody on the team needs to understand everybody else on the team's why why are they there and what's important to them well, and you, you you see this in every Every sports movie, right, every military movie, every, you know, they always, there's always this moment where the team's not getting along, and then there's this moment where they actually break down, have discussions, and talked about what's truly important to them. Yeah. And I always think of the, the George Carlin quote. So George Carlin said, the people who dance are considered insane by those who can't hear the music. Yeah. And so you see a member of your team doing something and from where you're standing, it looks insane. Right. And it's only because you don't know the why you don't understand why it is they're doing or not doing that certain thing. And once the, the understanding of that is there, you start to discover strengths. You'd start to discover opportunity areas where we as a team, we're going to have to, if we're going to go with a strength based organization, we're going to shift our roles a little bit to, Put people in a position to do more of what they're good at and less of what they're not good at. And ultimately, that only comes from truly understanding the, the other members of your team. That to me is step one.
1: That, that's phenomenal. Uh, and again, you've uh, taken us back to Patrick Lincioni and, and uh, you know the, the first dysfunction that you have to overcome is the absence of trust. Um, and I, I think just to, to add to what you're saying, if, if you're looking for a formal exercise to go through, you know, you said group sharing, personality profiles, uh, we, we love DISC, um, there, are, there are other ones out there that are just uh, just as effective for what we're talking about here, just some opportunity for me to open up my kimono and share a little bit of myself with you, and for me to invite you to do the same so that I learn a, a little bit more about you as well. So um, that, that there's a, there are exercises that people like uh, Mike and Mark, uh, Max and Morty, all of these people that we talk about on the show, uh, could, could take you through. Um, but it does kind of beg the question that like you actually want to get to know these people. That's going to have to kind of be at the core here. Uh, and as silly, as silly as that sounds, I, I think that's important. Uh, Dale Carnegie, didn't he say, uh, be genuinely interested in other people? Now, that's one of his factors for success so um, so if, if you don't have that I would encourage you to go work on growing that component of you that cares about other people and wants to get to know them if you get that concept then we're talking about some some really some exercises that uh, can be a little bit uncomfortable mm-hmm. a little bit painful um, but they will ultimately uh, when you, when you come out on the other side of that uh, maybe, that sort of like a vulnerable sharing moment. Everybody's going to be more bonded, um, unless you really have hired some true rat finks. And then God help you! I don't know how to get. No, I'm I'm sorry that that was that was perhaps a step too far. But it but the the idea of you'll have to actually care enough to share with each other and get to know each other um, is kind of a prerequisite to that to that working. Uh, yeah, we'll man. put a link to that in in the show notes. The book.
0: Oh yeah, no no, fantastic book and uh one last story on this to to tell you how powerful it is so i had the opportunity to do a team building session with the the institute of nuclear power operations and they let
1: you work with them that's yeah 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 they they
0: invited me in because because the the projects that they were working on were so big that they couldn't be done by individuals anymore oh and so, so, not only was it the Institute of Nuclear Power Operations, it was their Computer Applications Development Division. Jeez. So the, the highest level of pocket protector that, that, that you've ever encountered. So these guys were literally nuclear reactor engineers and code writers, wow. computer code writers. Huh. And many of them had been together for 10 years. So we That's got cool. in a room, two day offsite, they were terrified. Mm. One guy actually wore a Dilbert shirt that said, I hate consultants. (laughs) Not making this up. And so the first thing I did was I put him at tremendous ease because I told him at no point in the next two days, would there be a group hug?
1: (laughs) Just go ahead and get that off the table. Yeah. yeah,
0: Just so if you're worried, right, there'll be no trust falls, no group hugs. (laughs) But what I did do is I had them do their crest exercise where you, you design your personal crest, piece of flip chart paper, you know, what's important to you, what irritates you, what, you know, a hobby, something like that. And they drew it all out. And of course, they grumbled through the whole thing. And then as, it, as they got up to explain their crest, it was insane. They had no idea that almost every one of them had some sort of interest in music. Oh, really? They either played an instrument, they collected a certain genre of music, there uh-huh. was there was there, you know, they were aficionados of different artists and things like that. Some of them had worked for together 10 years in the same office and had no idea that both of them played the guitar. Wow. And played the same kind of music on the guitar. Wow. <laughs> and there was just this this revelation. And, and, and I remember I got a call. It was a couple months later. I got a call. It was weird. Cause it was like five 30 in the afternoon on a Friday. And it was their, it was their team leader. And, and she was so excited. She goes, she goes, Mike, Mike, I had to call you. I'm like, I'm like what's wrong. She goes, she goes, you're not going to believe this. So what's, what's going on? She goes, my team is at a bar at happy hour. <laughs> and they're talking. This is, this was, i it couldn't get any better <laughs> you know you know so you know so so if i always had that as my benchmark right if, if it works with those guys i love that right then anybody you know any mere mortal could do this and find the, the power in, in bringing the team together and helping them discover something about each other
1: i love that i i uh I, I, can't, I think it's C.S. Lewis has this quote um, about uh, friendship, that it, that it's friendship is born at that moment when you look at another person and say, oh, you too? I thought I was the only one and uh, something like that. And, and not that you have to be friends to be on a team, but you do have to know each other. I, th- I think that's the, the core of what we're saying here. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's a trust builder. So. Hey, I hope this is super helpful for people. We're going to go a little deeper talking about uh, teamwork and teams on our next episode. And uh, so stick around to hear more. I I think, I don't know, Mike, I I predict that this might be more than one more episode. I think think there's a couple more uh, things that we can cover here, but at least one more episode on teamwork. So
0: definitely, definitely. So yeah, much more to discover here. And the, the takeaway question from this is uh, as a leader, do you have a group? Do mm-hmm. you have a team mm-hmm. and take a hard look and start to, to dive into it and then if you if you need help uh, you know walking through that uh, we're always available. So our, our email addresses are in the description below. Uh, so just uh, just let us know how we can help.
1: We appreciate you. I think it's time to listen to a snarky man close us out.
0: He's a fan. He's a, he's a huge fan.
1: (laughs) He's part of our team.
0: (laughs) And that I guess is that it doesn't take a genius, no rights reserved, nothing trademarked, copyrighted, or even original feel free to give it to anyone anytime using any and all media formats. Warning, Mark and Mike may or may not make another one. I'm your announcer, and I did not get paid a nickel to do this. They won't even let me tell you my name. So until next time, if there is a next time, stay safe, be well.